0: Tired. So tired. hey you're listening to overtired I'm Brett terpstra here with
1: Christina Warren hi Christina hi Brett how are you I'm good I'm I'm actually really excited that we're doing this like on a normal schedule again I'm excited
0: almost we we immediately almost. missed a week but we did immediately fault.
1: miss a week well, no. Well, yeah, but like we've we're we're more on schedule than we've been in months. So I, I don't <laughs> think either of us really expected to to do like a weekly thing. I was like, oh, sure, that'll be great. In theory. I was like, no, that's not going to happen. So it's been like two weeks since we lasted an episode as we're recording this. And that's pretty great.
0: I, I agree. It's definitely a step up from the what, four month
1: four month like hiatus. Yeah.
0: Yeah. All right. So we, we have a list. I got to tell you to start, I'm sitting in my uh, newly renovated office. Up until now, I've been podcasting from a desk crammed into a storage room that smelled like cat pee and had horrible lighting. And it it was it's part of the reason I had so much trouble <laughs> doing my podcast regularly. It oh, stopped. yeah, because
1: you want to sit in a room that smells like cat pee. That's not good.
0: So we fixed it. Uh, we We moved all the... Furniture out. There's still a couple of like shelving units in here, but I got the ancient futon out and scrubbed the floors. And I set up a a neat robotics vacuum to just keep it clean in here. Got a bunch of Nature's Miracle. You ever you you have, you have pets? Do you have a cat? No, I
1: don't. No, I don't have any pets. Nor we were thinking about maybe getting a dog, but that's not that's not the case.
0: If you do, Nature's Miracle is this. Uh, it's a spray that destroys odor. I know that sounds like a commercial, but it is the best stuff I've ever found for getting and there's a 3-in-1 version that you can also use like Febreze and just spray it in the air. <laughs> it works really well. Yeah. Anyway, I'm super happy to have all this space around me and great lighting. I replaced all the lighting fixtures and all automated on Insteon switches and everything.
1: Nice. Very good. Yeah. That's that's awesome. Well, we're slowly but surely finally unpacking. My office is a wreck; like it's just full of all kinds of clutter. But the rest of the, of the apartment is finally coming together. It's only been two months. We're, we've we've only been here two months.
0: But, yeah, that's not but, bad.
1: But yeah, um, <laughs> but yeah, no, it's it's finally coming together, so that's good. Uh, and and we have a washer and dryer now, which is amazing, and that we've used a, a ton. Um, I have so much laundry <laughs> well, and, and so many clothes. You used to go to a, a laundromat, right? I used to pay to get it done. Yeah. Uh, Right. Yeah. I would just like, you know, which was fine, but like, it's never done quite the way you want it. You know, (laughs) you just like throw a bunch of stuff in laundry bags and pay by the pound or whatever. And then they come back and, and, you know, it's all folded and you're like, cool, hopefully this didn't get ruined, you know? Um, cause that, cause going to the laundromat, that's just, no, no, uh, there, there weren't any ones that were like that close. And I mean, there were, but it like, I didn't want to walk, you know, to have to walk down, down three flights of stairs and then, you know, several blocks and then deal with it and then walk. No. Yeah. I just paid for it.
0: Yeah. It, yeah.
1: Well, because if you have a lot of laundry, it could be like as much as a pro- I did it a couple times, but it was like, you know, carrying like a huge bag of oh, clothes. No, I, like, I get it.
0: The idea yeah. to me is somewhat abhorrent. The worst, i worst situation I've ever been in, as long as I had a place to live the worst situation I've ever been in was shared laundry in the basement, like uh, Big Bang style. Uh
1: huh. Yeah. Okay. Okay.
0: And that wasn't bad. You mean nice yeah, people? Yeah. No. I,
1: no. No. That's not bad at all. No. We. I. Um. I had a situation like that in college, like in the dorms. You know, we had like shared laundry facility, and um, um, I did one time somebody had crap already in the machine, and I didn't know about it, and so some of my clothes got. <laughs> like bleached because they had some sort of powder that I didn't know it was already in the machine I was like well that was great but other than that I never really had any problems and that was always like you know you set it for an hour or whatever you come back you get your stuff done and and you're you're fine but now but you I, have
0: full control over your laundry destiny
1: I do and it's great it's great I will say uh that the um for we have like very nice um I guess uh Maytag Whirlpool you know like a, a, a washer dryer and um, they're the the type that like they, they're stacked on top of one another because yeah. they're just in like a tiny closet and um, they make like these noises like when they're done like it makes like this very loud like chirpy like Japanese sounding yeah. it's like a lot it's, like okay this could be turned down just a a smidge. Like it's great that like you want the world to know that laundry is done, but it does. It's one of those things. I'm like, really this, this doesn't have to be this loud.
0: I, uh, I use a Zojirushi water heater. You ever seen these? No, I haven't. Um, it's like, a um, a kettle really like an electric. It holds a lot of water, 16 cups, I think. And when it's done heating, it plays 8-bit classical music. I can't remember <laughs> what this song is.
1: That's dun, dun, crazy. Dun, 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 dun.
0: Um, But yeah, no, it's really funny. Uh, it's extremely Japanese. Just the <laughs> every time it's going to play the same. And I've got it down to the point where there's this staccato bop, bop, at the end of a measure. And I always clap for it, like with the beat it's it's like muscle memory like i hear it and it's this pavlovian response to a double clap but yeah that's
1: really cool though that's awesome if play. you
0: if you like tea or you like making like uh aeropress coffee yeah having one around means you are always have perfectly heated water
1: yeah i just have at, one on of those that Yeah, I on a button. That's nice. Yeah, because what we do now is I I just have one of those like electric kettles, like hot water boilers that you just plug in.
0: Yeah, does it stay hot?
1: No, but I mean, like
0: right. That's that's what I like about this is it keeps it always at two hundred eight or one hundred eighty or whatever it is you want. Just stays that way, and it's got vacuum sealed insulation, and you can let it sleep, and then put a timer on it, and be like, you can sleep tonight, but I want boiling water first thing in the morning
1: how much water does it hold
0: i think it's i think it's 16 cups um i was actually trying to look up the specs on it i know that i can basically use it for uh three three or four days at a time drinking coffee and tea gotcha yeah cool i won't waste more time on that but anyway i don't even remember oh this sounds because it was the yeah, sounds,
1: the sounds, yeah, no, because it plays the eight bit stuff. That's funny.
0: There is actually um, a video that supposedly is gonna. No, that's the rice cooker song. That's different. <laughs> oh well. So
1: i I got on Prime Day. I got one of those um, um, instant pots.
0: I don't know what the, that is.
1: So so instant pots. It's like a pressure cooker and like but it'll make ice like rice and hard boiled eggs, and all kinds of million things uh they're like incredibly popular and everybody was telling me that they were great so i was like well it was normally like 140 dollars, and it was like 90 so i bought it um but i don't know we haven't used it yet so i don't know if that makes any noises but i imagine it probably does
0: i found it it's box menuette and g minor <sighs> it sounds like this
1: nice i love it yeah now that's gonna be in my head for uh, the rest of the day uh but i like that bach song that's great um
0: i like his older stuff he yeah sold out.
1: He, he totally sold out yeah totally sold out
0: he used to be cool bach
1: used to be, bach used to be cool i think is our episode title maybe that's a contender anyway
0: bach sold out
1: Yeah, box sold out.
0: (laughs) I do keep track of these because then I I always get around to doing the show notes and totally forget everything we. (sighs) So, um, yes. Can I jump to? Yeah, of course. A slightly like this is it's uh, um transition uh segue, perfect segue. Um, so I got uh, a notification from Spotify that. As a Spotify follower of the Black Rebel Motorcycle Club, I could get a deal on pre-sale tickets for their performance in February in Minneapolis. Nice. I've never gotten to see them live, but for a decade now, they have been my favorite rock and roll band.
1: I like them a lot. I've never seen them live either, but I like them a lot. That should be a good show.
0: You would think. (laughs) So... Like all the videos I'd ever seen of live shows were from their their early days, and right they were an l a band and they put on a just it was rock and roll you know cigarettes and it was kind of a shoegazer stuff, but I mean they weren't exactly flying around the stage, but it was rock and roll uh I looked up videos of their recent tour and uh some live videos of them in Paris and it was not great i I still have high hopes.
1: Right. Yeah, I know that's always tough, right? Cuz you it, it, it's cuz bands change. They some do. You know some some continue to be really good and then some And like...
0: their their music has changed since then, but I have I have enjoyed it. I I it has grown with me. Um 2 albums ago, I was I was like, "Wow, this is actually now my favorite album." That's rare after, you know, 4 or 5 albums. Then the very last one that came out, they kind of lost me. I think I'll come around to it, but I spend most of my time listening to their older stuff and avoiding trying to like the new one. I'll get there. But I'm hoping that their live show and the, from the, the YouTube videos that I saw, they were playing, you know, the hits. So I have high hopes. I really do. I think it'll be fun.
1: Yeah. No, I mean, at the very least, you can like be excited that like you got to see them. So I'm going mean, to
0: start a massive email campaign to see if they'll go get drinks with me after the show.
1: You should totally do that. <laughs> you should totally do that.
0: I don't have breasts.
1: But I'm a cool guy.
0: I'm not going to do anything with you, but I'll I'm buy you would, a drink.
1: I just want to buy you a drink. They probably like that. You never know.
0: You don't. It is rock and roll. Yeah. So what topic would you like to pick next?
1: Um okay so I guess let's just talk about our thoughts on like the the iPhone keynote and like what we thought of all the new stuff.
0: I'm I'm hesitant to start the conversation so I will let you.
1: Yeah, I mean okay so first of all uh, can I just acknowledge that it was really weird for me to be watching from my computer at work and not <laughs> from either a newsroom where I'm frantically assigning stories to like 10 other people or um you know, from the actual event itself, which is where I was more often than not over the last 10 years. Can I just start by saying that? Cause it it was weird. Like WWDC was weird, but it was so soon after I'd started my new job that it almost didn't sink in. If that makes any sense. Like I was kind of overwhelmed by all the change that had been happening that I didn't even have time to really kind of like deal with the fact that I wasn't at WWDC. Like all my friends, uh, you know, were like, we really missed you. And I was obviously kind of keeping up, but like iPhone day, you know, as a, as a tech journalist is such a huge day. Like did
0: it's, you, did you have a uh, live blogging muscle memory where your fingers just moving every time there was an announcement?
1: Oh, well, I mean, I, I live tweeted basically the whole time. <laughs> and what was really funny was that I was faster at like live tweeting than most people who were like doing it for their job were. And I kept coming up with really good takes and, I was like also like side texting people in other publications and was kind of like, you should write this, you should write this. And some of them actually did. Um so I, I couldn't shut it off. What I was, was your uh,
0: what was your tweet immediately after the uh one in a million line?
1: Um I, I I I don't even know if I commented on that part. I was just like I was like, sure, I, maybe something about evil twins. I don't know. I know? felt like, like it had
0: to be done. Like I think it was Alia. I found a bunch of animated gifs for. you yeah, one in a million.
1: Yeah, it was just, yeah, it yeah, was yeah, such yeah. Oh yeah, Alia. Yeah, the, yeah. The, the, that's so true. That's a good one. In fact, one. my
0: favorite tweet that I saw right after that was "Q, one million, one in a million jokes."
1: Yeah, 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 yeah. That's true. <laughs> that's true. And that the the, the Alia thing that 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 is actually a good one. Yeah, no, I I was just kind of like you know. We did. I mean, it was so weird, though, because obviously everything had been leaked ahead of time, like everything, like every single. I
0: completely avoided it, like very consciously. Anything that was news about iPhone 8, I didn't read. I got to I got to watch this like it was still magic.
1: That's awesome. I it's I don't care being spoiled or not. Like I, I get it and it's nice obviously to have like, you know, a, a surprise. But I'm just one of those people I, I was the same way as a kid. Like I can honestly sometimes get just as excited if I know what's happening um, <laughs> you know, ahead of time. Like it doesn't really ruin it that much for me. But what um what definitely what was but I do kinda want to talk about it before we get into the keynote a little bit. I thought that the drama around that was so stupid. Like people okay, so someone at Apple Oh, the Mac
0: rumors seems, drama?
1: Well, yeah, nine to five Mac drama, like somebody, it seems, you know, who worked there purposefully sent, you know, links to the download files, which included, it wasn't just the IPSWs for, um, you know, the, the existing phones, but, but the, the, the 10 was there too with that's, that's the, the the massive thing, um, to nine to five Mac and to Mac rumors through like their anonymous tips lines. And then that Someone also posted it to Reddit, so plenty of people were getting this stuff. And then, obviously, you know, Nine to Five Mac did the actual reporting of of working with Stephen Stratton Smith and 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 other people to like go through the firmware and like figure out what all the new stuff was, because that's what you do. And like, I understand for anyone you know who works at Apple and was working on that stuff, I'm sure that they were very angry that this was leaked the way it was. But I just could not get over the eye rolling stuff where people were trying to actually act as if any news organization and, 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 you know, like who received a tip like that shouldn't immediately investigate it and then report their findings. Like people were like treating them like, oh, well, it would be like if you spoiled, you know, Star Wars or, or Star Trek. And it's yeah, like
0: Gruber was pretty like, up in arms over it.
1: Well, which is stupid, right? Because here's the thing. First of all, people do spoil Star Wars. You, you <laughs> completely ignore that there's an entire subsect of movie blogs where that's exactly what they do, where they leak screenplays and where they talk about that stuff, first of all. Second of all, um, if you're covering a company like Apple or Microsoft or you know Amazon or Google or whatever, and information like that comes out, if you don't cover it, what the hell – like you can't, in my opinion, you can't call yourself. Like it's it's hard to call yourself a, a, a reporter. It's business news. This is the 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 most you know powerful company in the world, the richest company in the world. And information about their big event was leaked ahead of time. That's news. Period. End of story. Like I, I it it felt like some of the insinuation from some people was like, oh well, they should have. You know, emailed Apple first and gotten Apple's permission before, you know, so going it, through files. It's like, shut up. No. In, in a, a perfect
0: works. world, in a perfect world, I, let's say there were only one Mac, like, rumor site, Apple rumor site. They, they would have the, the option to say, you know what, this is, this is cool. We'll research it. We don't have to spoil the event. We can publish our findings after it's announced. But, my Any ire I have lies with the leaker. Of course. The people who received it, they're, the, the Apple reporting world, if you don't report it, you know someone else is going to. Well, and yes. And being first on the scene is the only way that you build credibility in the kind of media world as it exists right now. So, well, yeah, and, and absolutely, and they're great. going to.
1: Of course they should. And I think they're doing the right thing. But, I mean, I don't even think, like, credibility is the right sort of thing. Like, let's – I mean, if that sort of information had been sent, I would hope if it had been sent to someplace like Bloomberg or the Wall Street Journal or, um, you know, like – See,
0: the Times and the Journal, like, they often – they'll pass on stories knowing that someone else will and because it was a rumor, because it, it would probably be wrong, they'll pass on the story and let someone else look bad. Which Granted, is stupid. this is – You know, uh, assumedly verifiable evidence.
1: Well, not only is it assumedly verifiable evidence, I mean, you, you could reach out and you could, I mean, it's on their servers. You could definitely reach out and say, is this accurate? And you could definitely report saying purported to be whatever, but it's news regardless. Like maybe the Wall Street Journal or the New York Times wouldn't have the capability to go through all the files and re- and, and reveal all the tidbits. But the mere existence of that happening is, is news. It's fact. And to treat it as if it's not because you're quote unquote spoiling somebody's commercial to me is just stupid. It's like, <laughs> like, honestly, like that's just, idiotic and i think that the the, the, the to treat apple as if there's somehow you know some company that should be like because because we like them like like no like well, and just because you're a fan doesn't mean that if, if you're if your job is to cover a company and to cover an industry and then you want to lament like people who are actually doing breaking news stuff if you don't want to be that person if, if access is more important to you fair enough but embrace it and acknowledge it, but don't like tell people who actually did it, treat them like, Oh, well they did something wrong. It's like, no, they didn't. So uh,
0: the the other side of it though, is people who don't want spoiled, don't have to read it. People who do read it, they wanted it spoiled. So they're just, they're doing what their readers want.
1: No, exactly. Well, and, and the fact is, is that I think that if so many, if if we weren't in the middle of like a hurricane, you know, that was like devastating, you know, like, like the, the, the Southeast. Um, I think that, it would have been an even bigger, like, national story without yeah. a doubt. Like, because already CNN, and all the other places were picking up on parts of it, but there was just too much stuff happening. So that ended up working out well for Apple. But yeah, if you don't want it to be spoiled, you don't have to pay attention to it. But like, most of the only people who care about what's going to be happening at those events, it's a very small subset of people. Most people end up learning about the news after the fact. It's, it's you know, like the, the you know, the rundowns that happen, you know, on the radio and, and, and on uh, TV. You know newspaper write-ups, you know in the days afterwards where people kind of learn oh a new phone is coming out and and these are the highlights So most regular people aren't going to be that Caring, you know, they're not it's not like they're gonna watch the event live anyway
0: Dude, I I visited my parents house shortly after the keynote And I was trying to tell my mom about the iphone 10 And she already knew it all because they heard it on the radio Yeah, that was awesome. Um I just, I added, uh, two potential titles that hurricane worked out well for Apple, um, (laughs) that's a horrible title, Uh, (laughs) um, given that it'll probably be anyway, all that aside, I acknowledged and, and moved on from what, what, what do you have to say about the various product announcements?
1: So I'm going to get the watch, but I don't know if I'm going to activate the LTE. Um, it, cause I don't know if I want to pay another dude, $10 a right, month.
0: These, can you tack on to like a Verizon plan for an extra yeah. device?
1: Yeah, but it's $10 a month. I could do that.
0: Although yes. I don't need to, I don't need to leave my phone behind.
1: I was going to say, I don't think that I'll use it that often, but, but I do like the idea of being able to, you know, to, to, to stream from it. If it's hopefully it would let you stream over Wi-Fi I assume that it would, I don't, I don't see why it wouldn't. Um, I don't know. I might, might wait for reviews, but I think I'm going to get the phone. I mean, not the phone, the watch. Um, I will eventually get the 4k Apple TV just cause I want a, a an Apple TV for the living room. But I think that it's insanely overpriced. Yeah. Um, I'm glad that they're up, up, upgrading all of the other HD titles in your library to 4k. That's nice. And I hope other companies will follow suit. But $200 for a 4K set-top box in 2017 just feels really, really expensive, especially when everyone else is charging half that. Like that, I just, you know, Apple has lost significant, significant, significant market share in the living room over the last few years. Um, And I think that it's primarily because of how expensive um, their devices are compared to the others. And I don't see this as a move to win back anyone. Well, I don't, you know, honestly, like
0: getting the Amazon app on the Apple TV. Yeah, w- there are a lot of Roku people I know that would they would make the leap. But well, they're getting well, they probably, Amazon Prime Video and they're going to continue paying for Amazon Prime either yes. way.
1: Well, right. But I think that some of those Roku people, they might not like the Roku interface. But why would you choose an Apple TV over a Fire TV?
0: Fair. That's fair. Because
1: of, because a Fire TV has a very similar interface, and if you aren't embedded in the Apple ecosystem, you can do a lot more on the Fire TV. You know, you can yeah. have Spotify, you can have like there's you know there's you can have the the, the music stuff. You can you, there you can sideload things if you want to do that. So can you Chromecast the to the Fire? If you get there's an app that works i think it's called aircast um it's it's some like third party thing it was like a dollar but yeah you can it'll basically you know it'll it'll basically um you know fake the the Chromecast. i loved
0: on my roku how if i was on youtube on my computer yes and it detected the roku on the same network yeah a button showed up on the player yeah you can click it and flip it to your tv
1: Yeah. 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 No, that's great. Yeah. My, and my TV has, um, has that built into it as well. My 4k TV in my, um, living room or not yes. my living room in my bedroom. I think the one in the, um, living room, it's a, it's a Samsung. I think it might have some of that too. I'm not really sure, but yeah, I know that's a really nice feature and it, and honestly it works better in a lot of ways than airplay does.
0: So I'm honestly forgetting, but they did talk about some changes to OS, right?
1: Yeah, but most of them were announced at WWDC. Um, It's just more refinements. And then obviously, you know, they're still trying to sell the whole gaming thing. But, like, no one cares. And developers aren't making any money off of Apple TV games. So, I don't know.
0: Yeah, no, I found, like, there are a few games I enjoy on my TV. But for the most part, they're games I also enjoy on my phone. And my phone goes with me out of the room. So
1: Exactly. And, like, you know, having to, then I mean, but then again, like, you know, this brings up the money aspect. Like the the controller, that the remote is not an ideal controller for any games. And right. if you're going to use your phone, then that's not really ideal. And if you're going to have to spend sixty or seventy dollars to get a steel case controller, at that point, you're now in Xbox One S territory. Right. Like, and I so, did. I
0: got the steel case. Like I have the their like Xbox 360 style controller. Yeah. Um, and and I I, it's good.
1: Yeah, of course. The, it's good. And, but and
0: but, like you said, the, the touch to pad remote is not a gaming remote by no, any stretch of the imagination. It's horrible. I like the accelerometer parts of it. That's cool.
1: Yeah, but, I, I agree.
0: But yeah, no, having an actual D pad under my thumb is way better. And I don't even game. Like I'm just yeah. playing like little I'm basically playing stupid iPhone games on my TV.
1: Yeah, no, same. And, and that's why I can't um, justify spending that much money on a controller when I have an Xbox One S.
0: I'm really bad at budgeting.
1: Yeah, I'm, I'm getting I'm like, this controller
0: it. is upsetting me. I'm going to spend $60 on a better controller. Yeah.
1: No, and, mm-hmm. and I can see. And in some, in some cases, I would do that. But since I got an Xbox for Christmas, I'm like, yeah, why would I do that? I, the Xbox is, if I want a game, the Xbox is significantly better in every way. Even for casual stuff. So
0: I bought an Xbox once. I never used it. I played uh bio whatever. For, Biohazard? Uh, yeah. And then I played the like the sports games it comes with. And I got like the biggest loser, which because imme- I got the one with the connect.
1: Oh okay, okay. Yeah. And
0: it scans your body and shows you like a three D wireframe of yourself on the screen. Yeah. And I was like, ah, I don't, nah, it sucks. That was back when I weighed, you know, seventy pounds more. And
1: you're yeah. like, I don't I don't wanna see this. <laughs> um so that's actually an interesting segue into into the phones a little bit. So what phone are you going to get or are you going to get a phone?
0: So I'm actually really happy with my seven plus right now. Okay. Um, and I I'm never one to pre-order things like that. I'll wait. Um, especially since because I waited last time, even with my edge plan at Verizon, it's gonna be a while before I can upgrade. Um when I do, I honestly I I, I want the ten. And most likely I won't spend money getting the eight when the ten exists.
1: Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's how I, I feel like I'm going to, I'm going to get it. Cause I paid for my seven plus outright. I didn't do like a, 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 an edge plan or an Apple upgrade plan. I just like bought it outright. So I'm, you know, I can basically, you know, sell it and then get whatever I want, um, in its place or whatever. Um, so I think I'm gonna, but I'm going to get the 10. Cause even though part of me has like some questions about the usability, um, not even so much the notch, but just like the lack the lack of a home button, I think is going to be weird. And I, I, am not concerned from the privacy standpoint of, of a face ID, although I wouldn't have it enabled in an airport. That's right. for damn sure. Exactly. But I don't um, do
0: that. A touch ID, I disabled too. So
1: whatever. yeah, no, so, I mean, I've gotten to that point too, but like, um, I, I, uh, you know, but I feel like Apple pay is going to be a bigger pain in the ass um with with having to unlock with your face than with your fingerprint and i use apple pay every single day so there are some concerns that i have where i'm like uh, i would probably you know be just as and and also you know like you look at this and you're like oh you know like the the like the you know the 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 um true there is a truism where like apple's 1.0 products are oftentimes like it's better to just wait for two for for version two right like and I, I'm so part of me is kind of like, oh, uh, you know, next year they'll really have the form factor this way refined and the bugs worked out. But what
0: <laughs> have either of us ever waited for next year? But
1: I, I was going to say exactly. <laughs> but I can't do that. And then when when I look at it, I'm like, since I would get the plus and not the regular, like if I was going to get the regular one and not the plus, that would be one thing because it'd be like a $400 difference. But if I'm going to be getting the plus and it's a $200 difference between the 256, um, you know, plus and the 256 10, like I'm just going to spend the $200. I'm just going to get the 10.
0: Yeah, of course. So I'm with you. Um,
1: so, you know,
0: let's talk about nomenclature for a sec. Like, yeah. So jumping to the Roman numeral 10. Yeah. The X from H. Are they pulling, like, a, a, is the phone after that going to be iPhone 10.1, 10.2? Are we getting God, back I into, like, so. the OS ten versioning?
1: Oh, man, I, I, I hope so. I would love that so much. Would you? I would, actually. That's the sort of throwback shit I love. <laughs> but it and, seems
0: like, weird because it feels oh, it like is. they've been moving away from that intentionally. They have.
1: They have. And, I've, and I've, I'll be honest with you. I've kind of hated it.
0: I've kind of hated <laughs> them moving
1: away from it. I've kind of, like, I kind of like... Having, I mean, you know, m- when they moved away from the cat names, that was like understandable. But at least they still had the names. But like, you can still look, even with Mac OS, it's still ten point whatever, right? Like deep down, you know that it's still those things. But like when it when they moved it from you know Mac OS, or when they moved it from Mac OS 10 to OS 10, that right there was kind of like a, you know, like side, like end of an era, right? Yeah. And then when they moved from OS X, which you, you finally got used to to using that correctly to to Mac OS, like it made sense, and I was happy, you know, for them to 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 do that. And again, that was kind of a throwback in some ways. I'm like, okay, that's fine. But you kind of, I kind of missed it. And I don't know, like, I was kind of joking, but kind of not. I was like, I've I've really missed being able to tell who the true like uh, fanboy nerds are based on you know how you pronounce the thing because you always knew <laughs> whenever whenever I knew you would say OS X. Like, no matter who they were, it was like, oh, you're not a real you're not a real Apple person. Do you know the
0: fun way to prove it to them? Hmm. You go to a terminal and you type, say, OS space X and it will always say OS 10.
1: <laughs> That's really funny. But like, but I, I you know, but I kind of I, I enjoy that. I know there were a lot of people who were like, oh, the X would have been better. And and look, I think from an aesthetic perspective, you're not people like have a really good point there. Probably would have like looked better and like been like right, more. But you have got
0: TVOS, iOS, WatchOS. It should be macOS. Like yeah, let's no, unify I agree. things.
1: Oh no, no 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 that that I that I 100 agree with. What I mean is is people saying that rather than being called the iPhone X, they should have called it the iPhone X. And part of me can understand that perspective but given the history of the roman numeral and given the history of how long like apple like insisted on calling it the 10 <laughs> despite
0: the fact that anyone new to the any- mac was uh, going to assume it exactly was OSX, it, was, yeah. it was
1: it was it was osx i felt like if you called it like the iphone x that would just be shitting on like yeah. Everyone who oh, ever worked sure. on that and everybody who loved that hard work. So I, I like the name, but yeah, I am very curious about what they do in the future. Are they going to call it the, you know, iPhone 11? Are they going to call it, you know, like the iPhone, you know, um, well, see to me, um, the
0: fact that they skipped nine, they're either creating two different product categories yes, or they're just switching naming and they have to, at that point, go with the dot versions
1: yeah, and I could see them doing that. You know, kind of kind of the same way for a long period of time like they, you know, they had the iPad 2 but like the iPad 3 was just called the new iPad, the same with the iPad 4. Right. Yeah, that was a screw Air. up on their part. Yeah, when but, they but tried
0: you, to get rid of the versioning numbers.
1: But even now they've kind of gone back to that. You know, you have the iPad Pro and you have um, you know, you have but like they don't differentiate right, between But we had
0: an iPad Air, but then an iPad Air 2.
1: Yes, but you had an iPad Pro that came out in 2015 and 2016 and an iPad Pro that came out in 2017.
0: With this, they didn't change the name?
1: No, they didn't change the name. I with don't the, have an uh, iPad uh, Pro. I haven't paid attention. Well, well okay. So, so, so they have iPad Pro, you know, 10.5 inch and the iPad Pro 12.9. So the iPad Pro 9.7 is gone and now that's just the iPad. But yeah. the iPad 12.9, um, uh, which came out in 2015, is just the... Um, ipad um pro um period and like the one that came out in 2017 which is the same form factor but an updated chip see i can understand and defend
0: all of all of these naming decisions individually but it feels like they're kind of flailing to figure out how they're gonna
1: Oh, yeah, no, And mm-hmm. I don't know how they're going to do it. I mean, but it is kind of similar, like, you know, like, you know, MacBook, MacBook Air, you mm-hmm. know, like they kept like, the same product. So you could say that 10 is just going to be the generational name for that form factor. And that if they move form factors or, or whatever, they'll call it something else. I don't as know. As long as but, they um, never go
0: with like XI.
1: Yeah, because, yeah, I agree. With <laughs> they certainly they, they started getting into that shit, especially. And I will say the one thing that makes no sense is that last year we had iOS 10. As in one zero, and now we have iOS eleven right. as in one yeah, like one so it is very weird are, yeah it is very inconsistent, no, it is, but I felt like this one you know' was the the tenth anniversary, you know it's a throwback to to, to Mac OS ten like I, I like it, I'm not opposed. We'll see what happens with what they call it in the future, but I'm not opposed um and and I've just already prepared myself that everybody that I know is going to call it the iPhone X
0: yeah. You know, that's that, just
1: gonna be what it, how it works.
0: Yeah, that's what it is in my head already. I see it. Yeah, no, I mean every phone X. Gonna, yeah.
1: I, everyone's gonna call it the iPhone X. Um but yeah, I mean I think I think it'll be interesting to see if they do next year do an eight S and then do a nine. You know what I'm saying? Like I don't know if they'll do that or not. Because what's weird is if you look at the specs, I mean, other than the camera and the screen, like the plus and the the, the ten, the eight plus and the ten basically the same phone like i would need to look at like actual yeah, teardowns of factor higher, difference you know and, and see if like the, if they actually made any changes to the processor oh, that's but i what, don't think they did
0: it makes sense now like the fact that they offered the 8 and the 10 at the same time it's because of the massive form factor switch it's because they needed one that still had a home button so they didn't lose everybody in the process
1: yeah yeah huh well it's and and because they know that not I mean I don't know as a developer how do you feel about the death of the home button?
0: I don't I don't care like I've always actually found the home button annoying. I've wondered why it still existed. I'm cool with it. I, uh, but, like I think it was a Nexus. I was testing some Android. Like they uh, AOL sent me uh, uh, some Android device for testing websites, and it didn't have a home button. It was all screen buttons. Uh, and yeah. granted, it still had like a bottom bar, but they were all part of the screen, and uh, and could be obliterated annoyingly enough. But um, but yeah, hmm. like I I don't hardware buttons are passe to me in general. Uh, the problem to me though is that you not only have three different display resolutions to worry about now, you have an entirely different display uh, ratio. Yes. That is. And granted, Apple provides auto layout tools and everything to make that workable. But that's a lot of testing you got to do.
1: Yeah. Well, there, but, and I guess what I was asking you about the home button thing, even if you personally don't like it, like, do you think it's going to be difficult? Because obviously there are some games that are kind of designed to use the edge of the screens where now if you're swiping up, if you're doing certain stuff, oh. you're going to have to make sure you're not accidentally you know, that triggering the home button. That
0: has become more and more of a problem for me. There are apps like OneWriter that I love just a text editor right but to get between like the editor and the browser it uses a swipe from the right and uh, then to get back swipe from the left except for every time I swipe from the left I switch to another application so taking over the swipe controls for hardware functions is going to take some adjustments Uh, developers are going to have to stop using those basically
1: yeah, um, but, and, and, but what's hard, too, I would have to imagine, is that if you're a, a, an iOS developer, you're having to make these concessions. I mean, like, at this point, obviously, the swipe to the left sort of thing, of, you know, pulling up the multitasking thing has been it's been in place for, for a while now, right? That's yeah. not new. But, like, most of the people who are going to be using your apps are going to have a home button, and that's going to be true for years and years. That's not going to be something, like, you know what I mean? Like, the vast majority of people who are buying phones this year are going to be getting an eight or an eight plus or
0: oh, so so you have to comp- you have to accommodate both exactly that's yeah. what i'm saying and yeah. that is and that is a pain that to me like that was always i was like I, i'm glad i don't develop for android because the like just fragmentation of the device sizes and right. interfaces and everything would be impossible to create a truly quality app for and now i'm starting to see that happening so i yeah i, I mean there's frustration that, I mean, yeah
1: I mean, because that's sort of the interesting thing is that Apple themselves is kind of doing the fragmenting, right? Like just this year, you know, you're talking about just on the the phones that they're selling in stores right now. You have the SE, you have the the 8, you have the 8 Plus, and you have the 10. So you have four different screen sizes, four different resolutions, um, two different, you know, interface things. Um, well three, I guess, because the swipe to the right stuff, I don't think that works on the SE. Um, it, it might, but I don't know. Um, you know, pulling up the multitasking, I'm not sure if, if that screen yeah. thing is, is built into it or not. And then you also have, you know, the iPad, which I seriously doubt we're going to see a, a an edge to edge iPad, um, anytime soon. Like I, I don't, I just don't see that in the cards. Right. Um, I mean, maybe eventually, but I just, I, I think that'll be a long way off. So I don't see the the home button going away from the iPad. So... Yeah. I mean, now it's, it's from a, from a UI standpoint, like, I think you're right. Like people are going to have to start using other stuff. I don't know. It'll be interesting to see how that shakes out, but that's, that's the only thing where me as like a user, I kind of like look at I'm like, Hmm, that's opening up some interesting questions, but I'm still going to get the phone, even though I don't know, I I can't help but have this fear in the back of my mind. And I'm very excited about it, but I can't help but have this fear in the back of my mind that it's going to be like, a total first-gen, you know, product. I'm gonna be disappointed with various parts of it and be like, I should have waited. But yet, I know myself and like I can't wait, so I'm just gonna get it. So
0: and then there's the AirPods.
1: Yeah, yeah, you, yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: You you apparently haven't gotten out of the writing habit. I haven't. Uh, there's like a hundred-page review on Medium from no, you. It's,
1: it's like 2,400 words. I don't know. <laughs> That's um. Intense. So yeah, no, I, um, so I reviewed AirPods for Gizmodo back in December and, um, at that point, you know, um, that was, I was reviewing the final version, but I'd also been using the prototypes, um, that I'd been, um, uh, loaned, um, basically from the time, like the, they were shown off in September of of 2016. So I'd had, you know, them for a couple of months and then the, they, they finally shipped and I got the, the final versions to review and I gave AirPods, you know, a positive review, but with the kind of caveat, I was like, well, you know, they're a little too simple for their own good. Um, my biggest complaint at the time was the fact that you were forced to use Siri if you wanted to play or pause or skip a track or raise the volume. And, and I still think that that's kind of terrible. Like I, I appreciate the voice thing, but since you have to be connected to the internet, that doesn't work in the subway. It also doesn't work in situations where you might be around other people, you know, and like it, and it takes longer, frankly, you know, to do that than to press buttons on your phone. And, and I know people are like, oh, we'll just control it on your watch. And I'm like, okay, that's not really a solution. <laughs> Although the next version of watch OS will let you use the crown apparently like to, to, you know, uh, you turn the volume up and down and that's cool, but you can't expect everybody who has AirPods to also have a watch. But I've been, um, since I've moved to Seattle, I've actually been using my AirPods even more. Um, it, when I was in New York, I, I wore them a lot, but my day to day, like commuter headphones, were the, the, the Solo 3, the Beat Solo 3 um, wireless um, that have the same W1 chip but have a longer battery life and a form factor that for me is just superior on the subway when you want to make it clear that you don't want to be talked to um and does a little bit better <laughs> job kind of blocking out noises. Um and, and then there's like the fashion component as well. But I would wear, you know, the AirPods, you know, on the weekends, when I walk around, when I would be in bed, like listening to, to music or to audiobooks or whatever, like podcasts. Like I, I liked them. Um but I've really been using them like every single day, you know, um on my commute and even like when I walk like from one building to another on campus. Um, since May, since, since I moved to Seattle. And so because there are some changes that are coming with iOS 11 and I I just kind of wanted to do like an updated review. And so I did that. And so I put it on medium, the link is in the, the post, but for me, I think what I didn't capture in my original review was for me, how important the size is like the, the fact that the, you know, they are so small um, the, the case is so small, like really does kind of make them portable in a way that even other truly wireless headphones aren't like they have small cases, but they're bulkier, you know, like yeah. they wouldn't fit in a pocket the same way. And also, um, with iOS 11, you can now customize the buds to each bud do a different thing. So like one can play pause, one can skip track. And to me, that just makes them, way more usable, um, because if I can just double tap the left, you know, bud and pause, that's so much better than having to like pull out my phone and press a button or deal with my watch or whatever. Like I like it so much more. So
0: for the record, uh, if you load up the now playing app on your watch, the crown does control volume.
1: Oh, does it? Well, I think what's happening with iOS, with watchOS four is that it will automatically show it like on your wrist if there's playback, like you can immediately like go to a swipe gesture or something. Oh, that, I think it's like, yeah, it is, cool. is, and so I think it's act, acting more in a handoff way. At least that's what I've, what I've read. I haven't been watching watch. I haven't been um, testing watch OS four cause I never touched the watch OS stuff. So um, I, I
0: have now playing in my like watch dock, So I just hit the button on the side and then f- slide or like roll the wheel down really fast. And then it automatically, I'm at now playing, and then I can control music. I'm just saying, like as a workaround, it, it oh, does cool. actually. I don't consider it a solution because then you would need your watch, a phone, yep. and the AirPods just to comfortably just to, listen in, to music.
1: Right. So that's which, not a solution. No, it's not. I mean, especially when, you know, like other earbuds will do other things. I mean, I don't know. I, I'm hoping that whenever they release an actual version 2, there will be you know, more gestures or more taps or four points because it's, I, I think Siri's fine that that's, that's an enviable solution. And, and Apple's not the only company that's doing that. There's a a company called here who makes Hear listening buds, which are very smart in that they actually, um, augment the sound around you to kind of like, they can kind of give you bionic hearing in a way where they'll kind of act almost not like hearing aids, but kind of like you know, either drown noise out or raise noise up so that if someone is talking behind you, it sounds like they're talking in front of you or if you're in like, you know, on, if there's like a baby crying, it can drown that sound out or if you're in, you know, like it can, you know, augment like live um, hearing to, to do stuff, but it can also kind of like, filter in and out those two things. So you can kind of, you know, still hear what's happening in the background, but also maybe have your music or you can totally, you know, shut everything out. They're really cool. And the technology that here is doing is really interesting, but they are also kind of doing the same, like talk to, you know, the, the earbuds approach. And it's like, I, I personally just don't feel like that is the right user experience yet. Um, and I don't know if it ever will be. Um, just because it's fine if you're in a vacuum, but like if you're in an office right. or if you're walking, you know, or if you're even on the, sitting bus, on the
0: subway. Yeah. that's what I'm
1: saying. Yeah. Well, if with the subway, you can't do it because if you're <laughs> underground, it doesn't work. Right. But like, let's say it is working. <laughs> I just right? mean like, the
0: talking thing.
1: Yeah. No, well that's what I mean. Right. But like, yeah, if I'm on the bus at taking the bus to work, you know, I've got Wi-Fi enabled stuff, but I'm still going to look like a fucking moron talking to myself saying, you know, yeah. volume up. That's volume why we down. all
0: need glasses with eye tracking.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Honestly, that's that need. is a way that, that no, to that's, me, that's, if you want it. to take it away from like hand control, eye tracking is a better solution.
1: No, I mean, I agree with you. But I mean, eventually what will happen is we're just going to like neural control, right? Where you'll just right. think louder or and, and even it'll, just it'll...
0: subdermal touch pads like in the back of our hands.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I could see that. But, like, I don't know. I just feel like put, 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 I mean, put, you're the only person on.
0: ever that I've mentioned subdermal implants to who's been like, yeah, I could see that. Everyone else is like, oh, fuck, no.
1: Well, I've met people who have, like, implants. I
0: totally would do that. I've seen those, like, the hacker groups that,
1: yeah, 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 yeah.
0: Body mod technology. Yeah, yeah. no, I,
1: I've met a number of people who do the body modding thing. I don't know if I would do it, but totally I've would. seen it. So I mean, if it it's the, What's right the thing, worst I mean, that knows? could happen,
0: you lose like a limb or something,
1: you get cancer. Who knows? I mean, that's probably gonna happen <laughs> to all of us anyway. So might as well have rad tech in your body. I don't know. Um, yeah. So I don't know. Do you have AirPods?
0: I don't. They're uh, I like, like they are actually, I have prioritized them over getting an Echo. They will be the next thing I buy. I'm yeah. On a strict budget these days.
1: No, understood. And, and, and I'm definitely not saying you should break your budget for it, but I really like them. And I think that for as much as you are like working out these days and like, Oh yeah. That I've sort heard of thing, nothing I think but really great like them.
0: things about them. I have no qualms with, with paying for a pair.
1: Yeah. I mean, that's the thing. Like I even like on, when I posted this to Facebook, there were some people who were like, Oh, well, you know, these headphones are better in every way except for the cord. I'm like, well, The fact that these are wireless is sort of the whole point. Like, that's kind of the entire reason that these exist. So, yeah. yeah. So that's my thought on that. Um, And as a side note, it was actually kind of nice to, like, write again, even if I did get a little bit, like, lengthy with it. And you didn't get paid for it, so. I didn't get paid for it, so it it was just me writing it to write it, which was cool. All right. So
0: can we talk about TV a little bit?
1: Yeah, I would love to talk about TV because the Emmys are airing tonight as we record this.
0: I didn't even realize that. Wow. We well, don't
1: watch TV, so... I mean, you don't watch, like, cable I don't watch
0: TV. the Emmys much. That's yeah. all. I did watch the first episode of season four of Broad City.
1: Ah! I loved it. I thought it was so good.
0: It was. It was, it was, it was sliding doors
1: it was total sliding doors and, uh, and i think and they I,
0: literally titled the episode sliding doors
1: yeah and and it was and it, it was you know basically you know um i don't want to spoil it for anybody who hasn't watched it but it is basically like showing how abby and alana met and basically showing two variations of, of of a day and like what would have happened you know um had they both um gotten on the subway you know uh, in one scenario they, could, they they get on the subway at the same time and and don't really you know hang out and then another scenario, they are stuck waiting for another train to come and, and, and end up hanging out. Um, the, you know, the, the, the twist, you know, um, I, I don't want to spoil anything. But, you know, but, the, but the twist that comes when I kind of figured like maybe like a third of the way through the episode, I kind of figured out that that was going to be what was like that. Which one was I, I kind of figured out which one was the real scenario and which one was the fake one. What about you?
0: I actually didn't because it had been so long that since I've seen sliding doors. I forgot that the idyllic scenario was not always the uh, the end one.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I didn't know how they were going to do it. But I kept asking myself, I was like, oh, you know, because because it makes sense. You're like, you see the idyllic one. You're like, oh, well, this is obviously how they met. And then like, yeah, no, I (laughs) thought it was really funny. It was really good to see um, the characters like six years earlier, like in a different. It made a lot of sense. Yeah, like, did. when
0: you look back, you're like, no, that is actually how they met.
1: <laughs> yeah, their totally. relationship like, is
0: definitely based on this uh, this particular thread.
1: Oh, completely, and and just to see what like what their life you know looked like before they had each other, it was really funny. Like, like just and, and seeing Abby's like introduction to to Bevers. Yeah, that was really funny. That was really funny, and also, I mean, so that actor he's lost a lot of weight.
0: I was wondering, and, except for. Wait, are we talking about the roommate? Yeah. I I swear to God, that was CG.
1: Yeah, I don't know if that was CG or not. Like, I was watching
0: the head really closely. I'm pretty sure that even if he's lost weight, he was not flexing his pecs individually.
1: Oh yeah, I'm sure he wasn't. But but, I th- but but I've but I've seen him. He's been in like other movies recently. He's like lost weight, and so I wonder like if he's gonna like, you know, how they're gonna deal with that like in once the series <laughs> actually like resumes again. Because I cause, yeah, I think you're right. I, I think they probably did CG in like him doing his flex stuff. But I think he's actually lost weight, and so I'm like, that's. I wonder what they'll do. So um, the
0: rules are: I never do housework, and I never pay for food. That's yeah. weird. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, no, I kind of love that because, it, like, in retrospect, you're like, oh, this is actually completely your fault. <laughs> yeah.
0: It's like, it this is totally, a lot.
1: it's like, this is totally Abby's fault. Like, she totally, like you know, this whole time you've kind of been assuming that she's been in this put upon position. And it's like, no, actually, <laughs> you're entirely responsible for this scenario. 100%. You could have really nipped this in the bud. But, um, but and, and, and the, the I loved the the thing like uh, where where Alana was at the dorm at NYU and like they had the, all the all, all the girls named Madison. She's like you can't <laughs> call Madisons. us all Madison She's like you can't call us all Madison. And I was like, but but every girl that age's name is Madison. Like seriously, it's like it's and like the, the Kelly. It's it's like the Kelly of like my sister's generation. My sister's name is Kelly. Um, yeah, the wall was great, uh, <laughs> and uh, the, the the Alana Wexler problem, the whole thing was just so good. I really enjoyed the episode. I can't wait for for more to come out. Like, I, I, this did was one you of those... see the
0: trailer for the rest of the season? Yeah. Some of the cameos are looking pretty great. I think they I are. saw uh, not Gary Oldman, um, John Malkovich. Yeah. I swear I saw him in an alley at some point.
1: I wouldn't be surprised, and I, I yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm very, very, very excited to see more of this because that's like my favorite show. Um, I think like that that airs on. Like, my, my favorite comedy show that's not, like, um, a um, online original or whatever, like, a streaming, you know, thing yeah, that's yeah. on an actual network. Like, I, I I love Broad City so much. It's it's It makes me homesick, though, now watching it. Because I don't live in New York anymore.
0: Yeah, I understand. The show that got canceled that I'm going to miss, and this might be surprising, but uh, Life in Pieces.
1: I haven't seen that. It's,
0: like, Tom Hanks' son-
1: Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. And each episode is
0: four different kind of simultaneous stories, and it was really well written. I greatly enjoyed it. Um, The other one was the the gay Catholic divorced parents kid, um, The Real McNeil's.
1: Yeah, that I one that show. I'm pretty
0: sure that got cancelled. I am pretty it sure it did. Like, it was good for a season. I didn't it, I didn't Yeah, need no, it it, to it go did. On. It
1: got like two seasons. I think it was fine. And and I think the Goldbergs, I think, is doing like a final season or something. I don't even know. That's the one where they like go back to the eighties.
0: That one I love, but I'm I'm okay with it ending now. It's yeah, um it's done.
1: I like Blackish a lot and the the college spinoff, which uh I I I, I can't remember what they renamed it, but my friend Kara um is a, as a writer on the college spinoff of Blackish.
0: I am enjoying this season of Difficult People. That one has not gotten me old too. for me yet.
1: No, me either. I love Difficult People. That is still my like. I, I would. I would put that that and Broad City are probably like my two favorite comedies. Um, but you know, Difficult People is Hulu only. But I love it. I think Difficult People is great. The husband's um, names
0: sh- for her are getting weirder and yes. weirder.
1: I love it. It's becoming like <laughs> dry yeah, erase it, it's board. so board. <laughs>
0: that
1: was yeah. one of no great. great no, no grant grant will call me some of those names sometimes and i'll be like what And i will be like difficult people i'm like oh right um no i really like that show a lot
0: i use the name uh, of my dog she... she finds it very confusing
1: <laughs> she's like what are you yeah pen cap <laughs> is probably one of my favorite ones um glow this is on our list while we're talking about tv speaking yes. of, of, of online shows glow um it was one of my favorite shows of uh, on, uh, that I watched on Netflix this summer, for sure.
0: So I didn't know. I feel like we've talked about this in brief. We talked about it
1: a little bit. Yeah, we talked about it briefly, about the fact that it's uh, and Brie. Well,
0: and I didn't know this was ever a real thing. I was halfway oh, through yeah, 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 same, the same, Netflix same. special when I found out, oh, there was actually a glow. I didn't watch wrestling. Yeah. I didn't watch TV. When it's no,
1: kidding. I didn't either. I, I, I I didn't watch that sort of stuff growing up at all, and so I had no insight and and then um, it wasn't until like I think maybe it's I saw like episode two, and then people were like, Oh, no, the real glow. And I'm like, what do you mean the real glow? <laughs> and then I realized it was like, oh, there's this documentary on Netflix about the real people and that they were actually involved in the making of the show and all this stuff and I'm like, huh, okay, cool like so I, s- I didn't know that
0: since the last time we talked about it, I did actually finish the series, and okay, I. It gets better and better.
1: It does it's so good? I'm really glad that it's been renewed for a second season. Um, yeah, I, I think... could go
0: for that. And I kept yeah. forgetting the whole time that it was Alice and Brie. And every time I would like realize at the end of an episode, oh my god, that was the girl from Community. I'd be like, oh my god, and
1: and, and 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 Trudy from um um from Mad Men. Yeah. She's diverse. Um, no, I, she's good. She's very, she's very good. I, I, we talked about this, I think last time that I'm very glad that like all the women, like that both her and uh, Jillian, um, 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 what's her face? Um, and n- no, I know, um, I
0: know who you mean. You know what I mean? Um, Love.
1: uh, yeah, are exactly are doing well on, um, Jillian Jacobs are yeah. both like have successful Netflix shows. Cause I think they're both great. Yeah. And, and, and I, I, I like to see them working. Um, have you seen big little lies? I have. I didn't finish you, it. You have to finish it and then we'll have to talk about it.
0: I believe that and I was curious to see where it was going. I just wasn't sure I wanted to get there. Like it there's something about it that's very like the same issues I had with Gilmore Girls. Sure. I get bogged down in a lot of the drama.
1: Yeah, I I can see that. It um, was
0: good. I mean, don't get me wrong. Yeah. Like the casting was amazing. The storyline was amazing. fun, interesting and well shot. Yeah, just, it got slow for me.
1: Yeah, we'll watch f- finish it because I think it ends in a really interesting way. I thought the music that was used on it was really good. Um, David E. Kelly, that's his, and he hasn't been on TV in a really long time.
0: Wasn't he Nine Two One Zero?
1: No, he was the practice in Ali McBeal uh. and Picket pieces and Chicago Hope and Boston Legal, um, and so it's been a long time since he's, and he's married to Michelle Pfeiffer. It's been a long time since he's been on TV. And at this point he says that he's not going to do, um, like regular cable or, or network again. He's just going to do like Amazon or HBO or, or Netflix or whatever. Um,
0: why would he say like
1: that? he, he also, because I think he likes the freedom of uh, sure. being able to do what the fuck he wants. Whereas, um, like he had a, an Amazon Studios show, I think called, um, uh, mr mercedes um which is uh oh no, that's not amazon it's it's on some some streaming network that some i i crack yeah it's it's some a t and t thing anyway um and then obviously the like like big little lies and uh he um uh but the big little lies i thought was just really good i i i went back and i read the book after. Because it's based on the book, and they changed some things, but I, I really liked it. But apparently, like Reese Witherspoon read the book, loved it, and then immediately was like, "I have to option this and like make this into something." She has really good taste with that stuff. She did the same thing with uh, *Gone Girl* and with *Wild*. Like, she's she has a really good eye for, I think, really good stories of stuff to adapt. All right, I hope she wins the Emmy tonight because uh, it, it's her and uh, Nicole Kidman and Susan Sarandon are all up against each other. So wow. they are like three Oscar awesome winners all up against each other for best actress, which is going to make it really interesting. And I thought Shailene Woodley who plays Jane, you know, the younger mom. Yeah. I haven't ever been a fan of hers. Like I didn't like the diversion films and I just, I, I didn't think of fault in our stars. At least, just, I don't know. I haven't been a fan of Shailene Woodley, but I really liked her. I was like, huh, I totally see how, why people like considered you like the next, you know, Jennifer Lawrence or whatever. <laughs>
0: hmm. <laughs> With a lesser film series credit.
1: Well, yeah, well, without a <laughs> doubt. But, be, but, but like I totally see like why people were kind of like making those kind of comparisons. Yeah. So I thought she was really good in the show. But anyway.
0: So if we can touch on movies real quick, I want to ask if yeah. you've seen A Monster Calls.
1: I have. Um, I, I, I got a screener last, uh, last year and I watched it actually over Christmas with my mother-in-law. It was in my, and Grant. It was weird. It, is a it was great, a great movie to watch. It's a
0: great movie to watch <laughs> with family. Cause it's not, it, yeah. like, it's fun without, there's no swearing. There's no, no, there's sex. no swearing.
1: But I mean, but, but it's just sort of like dark oh, yeah. and there's You know what I mean? Like, it wasn't what I was expecting. I really didn't know what to expect. We watched it. I think it was still in theaters when I but I had, you know, the the, the WGA screener. And um, I was like, huh. No, I thought it was really good. I thought it was really well done. I thought the CGI stuff was really interesting.
0: I thought the acting. And the the transition scenes or like the dream sequences in uh, Watercolor. Amazing. Do you not remember that part?
1: You know, I do. And, yeah, I know that was amazing. Um, Um,
0: With Liam Neeson's voice as a huge monster tree burning from the inside. But what I liked about it was that it had all of that. And that could have been, you know, any story. But the story was dark. Like, the story was a a kid dealing with grief and loss and having to come to terms with his mother dying. And that, like, that's that's why I liked Colossal. Because that movie could have been... a stupid look I can control a monster on the other side of the world but instead it was a story about like interpersonal relationships and rela- abuse in relationships and all of this and
1: yeah there was this book that I read as a kid called Freak the Mighty and I think they turned it into a movie called The Mighty which uh, I did not um like um that uh, that I think starred um, uh, uh, Sharon Stone. That wasn't very good, but it was it was this. It was kind of a similar thing where it was you had like this this uh, very tall you know kind of kid who was kind of slow, and this really you know small kid who uh, was uh, always picked on who had like health problems, and they kind of teamed up together and kind of you know lived in this kind of fantasy world of sorts where you know like um, together they could kind of fight everything. Yeah, and. Um, the, the, the little boy ends up dying, but you know, he's, he's been telling his friend all this time that he's going to get this bionic body and that all these things are going to happen, that he's going to be fine. And, and obviously that's not what happens. And, and it's kind of similar to to Colossus and to this, you know, and kind of really showing kind of like, you know, how a young person deals with grief and loss. Yeah. Um, it was a good book, but it reminds me kind of of, of, of that anyway.
0: Yeah. Oh, for sure. It's a very similar, very similar storyline. To what you describe, I haven't read the book. But the other movie I want to mention, and this is a very, very old movie that I never realized I wanted to see until I was convinced to just this morning. And it was Joe versus the Volcano, the very <laughs> first Meg Ryan, Tom Hanks. And
1: Tom pairing. Hanks pairing, yeah. Yeah, because most people think, you know, sleepless in Seattle right. and and, and you got mail. But yeah, no, it was Joe versus the volcano. I don't know if I've ever seen that all the way through.
0: See, and I never I never liked of any of the Seattle mail ones like that rom com not my thing. This was like Brazil meets rom com. And like it was over the top, the office he works in, the the dialogue like it was all just so like unreal that it gave them the liberty to make the story as outrageous as they wanted to and it was amazing hilarious all the way through hilarious in those ways where nothing happens but you notice something like on the side a person doing something that all of a sudden changes the context of everything and I just I couldn't stop laughing and I couldn't stop wanting to take notes because there were so many things I appreciated. I'm probably going to watch it again now.
1: OK, well, now I definitely have to watch it because it's worth it. you I, 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 I don't think I've ever seen it all the way through. You know, I watched yesterday. It happened to be on like stars or something and I caught it right as it started. And it's one of my favorite movies. What's but that? I can never watch it enough times. Working Girl.
0: I've never seen it. That's isn't that Dolly okay. Parton? No, no,
1: that's nine to five. That's uh, working nine to five. Working girl is, um, uh, Sigourney Weaver and Harrison Ford and, uh, Melanie Griffith. And it's like this art turning role for Melanie Griffith. And, uh, it has like this, this, uh, you know, let the river run song by Carly Simon. as like it's score and it's Michael Nichols directed it. It's so good. It's really good. Um, Alec Baldwin has a role. So does, uh, Joan Cusack. Like it's, it's really, really good. It's such a good movie. Okay. And it's it's a romance or whatever, but it's I mean, the the basic the basic thing is you have this woman, Tess, who's a secretary um, and she becomes the secretary, you know, kind of in a pool. Um, She lives in Staten Island and she um, in Manhattan and she um, ends up working um, for this this big wig woman, Sigourney Weaver and Sigourney Weaver's character gets um, laid up like she has like a skiing accident. And Melanie Griffith ends up kind of taking her identities, so to speak, to try to get business things done because she has like a really strong business mind. But nobody will pay her any attention or take sure. her seriously because of her background. Anyway, it's really good, and 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 she ends up kind of there. There's a whole romance plot with with Harrison Ford. Anyway, it's it's a really good movie. It's really good, and it was one of those that like I don't know. It, it's it's a it's thirtieth anniversary. I think is next year, and my friend uh, Jessica was like, we're gonna have to meet up. <laughs> Um, uh, you know, like near one of the locations in New York and like have like a reunion or whatever, like do a thing. And I'm, I've, I've already agreed to do that next December. So, well, I will but yeah, you should shot. definitely watch working girl. You should definitely watch working girl. Cause I think it's a really, really good movie. There actually, um, there was a plot on Bob's burgers, I think two seasons ago where they made working girl, the musical. Um, and, and that went up against Die Hard the musical. <laughs> well, true story. Working girl is actually becoming a musical that the book is being written <laughs> and the book is being written by Cindy Lauper fun and Cyndi Lauper did did kinky boots so uh which won Tony's so it, I bet it'll wind up being really good nice but um, yeah speaking of so working watch-
0: girls are you watching yeah. the deuce I'm not me either we'll talk about it after we have
1: yeah after we have a we'll, lot we'll talk about it um but yeah so so you, I'll watch show the Vol- Joe on the volcano um you watch a uh, working girl we'll both watch the deuce and we'll talk about it
0: deal I have to add a note to our show notes working girl All right. So, yeah, I think I think we've wrapped up. Yeah, I think so. I show. Yeah, we're yeah, we're over an hour now.
1: Yeah, we're over an hour. We're good.
0: We got to We got to not make a habit of doing two hour episodes too often. I know.
1: Exactly. I mean, I think our fans like it, but they're going to get tired of it once we do these more frequently.
0: Yes, we'll try. Yeah, we'll try to do it every week. And even then, if we did 45 minute shows, people would be like, "Okay, I can wait for a week. Right. 'Cause you don't have that extinction instinct. It's gonna be like two more months. This is too short. Um, okay, cool. Well, it was good talking to you. I'm glad things are going well in Seattle for you.
1: Thank you, and I'm glad things are going well with you. And uh um yeah, we'll we'll we'll, we'll talk soon.
0: Let's do that. I uh it was suggested to me on Twitter that I set up a cron job to remind me to email you and schedule every week.
1: Oh, that's a good call.
0: I will do something to that effect. Cron is for you know non mac users but we'll figure it out
1: i thought but i thought you could use cron on. oh in, you
0: totally can but why would you launch D that's true. superior
1: okay fair enough
0: <laughs> also i could just set up a recurring task in omni i was going
1: i, I was gonna say yeah with, isn't the, with, <laughs> with all of the millions of it, to, all to do all of my devices yeah yeah exactly
0: yeah all right well uh get some sleep
1: get some sleep right the system is going down